over 48 hours after the Molar Crusaders won a big GCL South game over Elder on Friday night, 49-36. They're back in action tonight here on Sunday night, taking on the Hughes Big Red in the ML King Classic at Middletown High School from beautiful Wadey Miller Gymnasium. I'm Richard Skinner along with Greg Waddell. Moeller comes in tonight with a record of 12 wins and one loss. And Greg, you know the emotion of coming off of a GCL South game. It can weigh pretty heavily on you. And really, this team has only had a day of preparation in between. You got a big, tough stretch of games coming up where they don't have a lot of days off, for goodness sakes. This feels like it could be a little bit of a trap spot for Moeller, even though they're probably the better team. Well, and the good thing about out of everything that you just talked about is a single fact that your head coach is Carl Kramer and he can expect and kind of look ahead to things like this. So he would be somebody that would be warning his players, look, you've got to play, take care of this game, this game only. Doesn't matter what happened Friday night. You won. You won a very hard-fought game, emotional game. You got through it. And yes, you've got some very, very tough games coming up down the road. But the next game, that is the most important game. On Friday night, Alex Williams with a big first half and led Muller with 20 points, but no other Crusader had more than seven in that game. In fact, Moeller's second and third leading scores on the season, Logan Duncan and Max Land, who came into that game averaging almost right at 30 points per game combined, were held to just 10. But, Greg, I think that shows you that, listen, Moeller's got three, four, maybe even five guys that can hurt you in the scoring column, and if they want to take one weapon away or two weapons away, you got one or two other weapons to play with. Well, and that has been the, the arsenal that Carl Kramer's had to work with the last several years. In the depth of this team, the development that these players have had at the high school level as well. When you're talking about the Logan Duncombs of the world, you look down the bench, Will McCracken, Aiden Noise, guys that are going to come off the bench uh, like Noise or, or the other kind of the role players that can fill in those gaps when need be. But when you need one big man to step up, Alec Williams was the man to do it the other night. And can't forget though, the fact that Logan Duncombe, with 11 rebounds, 10 of those on the defensive side made a big difference as well. Yeah, no doubt about it. It's not always just about the points. That's where everybody looks to, but he certainly was huge on the glass the other night. Hughes comes in with a record of nine wins and three losses. Their three losses on the year uh, came to Thurgood Marshall by four points, 68-64, to Dayton Dunbar, 58-44, and then to Palm Beach, Florida Central, 77-73. They're coming off a very nice win over Woodward on Friday night, 67-64. That's a Woodward team that was in overtime with St. Xavier, led by two points, had that game postponed because a blackboard was shattered on a dunk. But it tells you that Woodward was up in that game with St. X. So if you just want to compare scores, that's a pretty big win for, for Hughes. In fact, they beat Woodward twice on the season. Well, and, and again, when you, you start to put some of those Cincinnati public schools together head-to-head, -to -head, similar to GCL matchups, you got a lot of rivals. A lot of these guys know each other in those conferences, so there's a lot of pride on the line for that. So for Hughes, when you look at, at some of the scoring that they get, Cameron McKenzie will be the guy we, we look to. We were just talking about depth with Moeller. That may be where Hughes' problem will run into against a team like a bowler. Do they have the depth that can compete? If they get into any kind of foul trouble, will they be able to, to rely on anybody coming off the bench to help them find out where some of that scoring is going to be? Well, we were talking about the Moeller offense and, and the lack of, I guess, production on Friday night against Elder. Moeller's been very good defensively on this season. And you mentioned Cameron McKenzie averages 22.5 points per game. You would safely assume that it'll be Will McCracken that gets the defensive assignment on him. He can guard 5'9 quick point guards. He can guard 6'6 six, six wing guys. He's going to guard a guy who's 6'2 and can put the ball in the bucket at 22 points per game. He is usually a lockdown defensive specialist. That'll be an interesting matchup to watch. I, Will McCracken has been just such a fun, great player to accept his role, where he's going to be at, and, and where he fits in on this team. 
where he fitted last year and the experience that he got now leads to what he is able to accomplish this year. And like you said, he could be a lockdown defender. Doesn't matter what kind of player that he's going up against, small, shifty little point guard or a little bit bigger size guy, Will McCracken is going to be your guy. We'll take a timeout. When we come back, we'll have the starting lineups and the opening tip-off. It's Hughes and Moeller from here in Middletown tonight in the ML King Class MLK King Classic from Middletown High School. Thanks for listening. This is Muller Crusaders basketball from ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. Getting answers, finding solutions. Local 12 News investigates. As soon as we called you, everything happened very quickly. Not afraid to ask the tough questions. Taking action, getting the truth. Local 12 News investigates. Get the skinny on Cincinnati Sports with Richard Skinner only on Local12.com and the Local 12 News app. Exclusive content, in-depth analysis, podcasts, and more. Cincinnati Sports News 24-7. Get the skinny only on Local12.com and the Local 12 News app. Welcome back here to Middletown High School in the Martin Luther King Classic. Richard Skinner along with Greg Waddell tonight as the Muller Crusaders get set to take on the Hughes Big Red. And right now, we've got a ceremony that's getting set, and they're going to set the starting lineups. So we'll set them along with them. For Hughes, which comes out in the all-red uniform, tops and bottoms with white numerals, white lettering on the front that says Big Red, hence that's why the red uniforms, they are the Big Red. They're technically the visiting team tonight. They'll go like this. Really, it's one forward, four guard alignment. The one forward is Ismail James. He's a 6'2 senior, averages just 2.3 points and 4.0 rebounds per game. The four guards, one of them will be Jay Sean Martin. He's a 5'9 junior. Martin on the season averages 9.5 points, 1.5 rebounds, and 0.8 assists per game. Another guard will be Elijah Madden. Saxton, he is a 5'9 senior, averages 2.7 points, 3.6 rebounds, and 0.6 assists per game. Also in a guard spot, as they've turned the lights out on us, it'll be Keontae Thomas. Thomas is a 6'1 senior, averages 14 points, 3 rebounds, and a team-high 5 assists per game. And the other guard spot will be Cameron McKenzie. He's a 6'2 junior, averages 22.5 points, 7.5 rebounds, and 1.1 assists per game. Bowler, which will be in the all-white tops and bottoms with the... Gold numerals, blue lettering. They're being introduced as we speak, and they'll go like this, the same five that started all year. It'll be Alex Williams at one forward, 6'4", junior, leads Moeller in scoring it on the year at 16.1 a game, also averages 4.3 rebounds and 2.4 assists per game. The other forward spot, the defensive specialist, Will McCracken. He is a 6'4", junior, averages 7.7 points, 3.7 rebounds, and 2.0 assists per game. The man in the middle will be Logan Duncan, 5'9", junior, averages 13.5 points, a team-high 8.8 .8 rebounds, and 2.2 assists per game. He also has a second on the team in blocks at 1.6. And by the way, Will McCracken leads his team in block shots, strangely enough, at 1.8 per game. The guards, Max Land, 6'4", senior, averages 14.7 points, 4.9 rebounds, and 2.3 assists per game. And the point guard is Michael Curran, 6'2", senior, averages 3.2 points, 2.0 rebounds, and 3.3 assists per game. So we are set for basketball. basketball. Here, here, a year ago, Skinny. Yeah. Bowler played Lakota East it was a, a year good game. ago. Great game. King Classic. And 
great game a year ago. So hopefully they've actually had a great schedule of games here all weekend as well, including Elder played St. Vincent St. Mary yesterday. It started to be a close game, but ended up all St. Vincent St. Mary. St. Vincent St. Mary's really good. Obviously the one loss for Moeller this year came in game number two at Akron St. Vincent St. Mary. Moeller gets the tap. As Will McCracken has it, the front court goes left wing to Max Land. To Kern, top of the key, dribbles right, hands it off to Duncan, coming left, gives it off to Land behind a flare, drives along the baseline, puts up a shot on the run, scored, got the foul. Nice aggressive move by Max Land to get the first two of the ball game. Keontae Thomas, yep. I think, got the foul. A little slow to get inside as Max Land had the lane to drive inside and trying to get that lane back, though. Thomas is about a step too slow, draws the foul, and for the old-fashioned three-point play to start the game. Land a 78.6% foul shooter. Left-hander fires it and got it. Three to nothing Moeller on the first possession of the game. Here comes Keontae Thomas, who shovels it up ahead to Cameron McKenzie. Back to Thomas straight away. Thomas out there dribbling by himself. Now comes right, flips it off to Jay Sean Martin coming left. Martin gives it off to Elijah Madden-Saxton as they just run a big weave out high. Again, playing with three guys under six feet tall and two 6'2 players. Here's McKenzie on the left wing. McCracken does have him on the defensive assignment. They just run the weave out high. Back out to McKenzie between the circles. McKenzie goes left wing with it to Martin. Martin just holds it. Flips it back out straight away to McKenzie. McKenzie starts to drive. Flips it behind him. Driving left is Thomas. Thomas flips it out straight away to Martin. Martin then throws a pass to Duncan. Almost intercepts. It's loose. Duncan does get it. Throws it off to Alex Williams. Williams to the foul line. Turns, goes to the baseline to Max Land. Land clears it out to Curran straight away as Hughes got back defensively. Off to Duncan on the left wing. Duncan goes out straight away with it. The land goes right wing. Alex Williams near the sideline. Williams throws out to McCracken top of the circle. McCracken bounces right elbow with it. The land turns and faces. Looking for somebody to throw it to. Now he makes a drive left to the lane. Takes it down inside. Got hacked. No call. Put it up the lamp. No good. Gets his own rebound. Missed it. McCracken gets it low on the left. Puts it back up and draws the foul. Moeller working the offensive glass big time. Max Land looked like he drew some contact on the initial shot. But able to stick with it. And it'll be two free throws for Will McCracken. Well, Max Land already some steps to him a little bit. Trying to probably make up for what happened on, on Friday night's game against Elder. And when I say make up, the fact that he only had seven points, not that he needed to make anything up. But coming out with some intensity here in the early goal. Yeah, two good drives. One for an and one in there. Got it up. McCracken hits the first free throw. Second one up as well. And he got both of them. So McCracken has his first two. And Muller's lead 5 nothing. We've played about a minute and a half. Here is going to be Keontae Thomas to work it up. McCracken has him now on a switch as he comes into the forecourt. Land is guarding the 22-point-per-game scoring McKenzie. Usually looks like he wants to run a little bit of clock. They now have a two-guard front. Flip it out to McKenzie out near the timeline. McKenzie then goes on the left wing with it to Madden Saxton. He goes out straight away to McKenzie. Land has him, pulls up a long three over Land. Straight away, buried it with Land right in his face. Wow. McKenzie, 25 of 60 coming in, three-point Land. Here's Land back the other way with a 15-footer left wing, no good. A nice box out and defensive rebound down to Jay Sean Martin. Gives it off to Thomas, who's going to run it back the other way, but Mobile back waiting defensively. 5-3, Moeller's advantage. We played a little over two minutes. There's Thomas, stutter steps, drives in the lane, kicks it off right wing, McKenzie. 25-footer, no good back of the rim, and the rebound down to McCracken. That was a long three from I, near the left side, right sideline. He had got below the foul line yet. No. just setting him up three points all night. Here's a pass down inside. Duncan turns and lays it up, and in. they have no match for him in the man-to-man. -man. James gave up seven inches, and Duncan just took a feet in the lane and scored it. Well, how much of a killer is that when the other big man, Alec Williams, is the one that's passing that ball up from up yeah, top? Yeah, exactly. It was a good entry play. Here's Duncan comes up with a steal, gives it off to Curran, who works it up. Goes right sideline to Max Land. Land looking in for Duncan. Skip past the McCracken left wing. Head fake to three, goes out straight away Williams. He drives left to the lane, kicked back out to McCracken. Three-pointer left wing on the way. In and out, no good. Duncan, though, gets the rebound, has it knocked away, and then dug out by McKenzie for Hughes. 
McKenzie back the other way, still on the move, takes it down and Land, puts up a shot, no good, but he drew the foul, and Max Land's gonna get called for it. Well, unless they're in transition, I don't know if we'll see McKenzie get inside a whole heck of a I lot. I think you're right. He was the one that was able to knock the ball away from Duncan as Duncan went up high for that offensive rebound, and pretty quick transition for McKenzie, he draws the foul. Cameron McKenzie at the line to shoot two with 5.07 to go here in the first quarter. On the season, he's a 79.4% foul shooter. Couple three dribbles, spins it, fires it, got it. Pretty pure looking shooter here just for the first couple shots we've seen him take. Yeah, even that deep three look, looked like it was definitely on line. He's got all four of Hughes points. Clock stop with 5.07 to go here in the first. McKenzie spins it a few times again. A couple more dribbles, spins it again. Fires the second one up. Back rim, no, and Max Land goes high for the rebound for Moeller. And back will come the Crusaders. Hughes, despite the lack of size, has all been all man-to-man. There's a drive down to McCracken low on the left, laid it in. Nice assist to Max Land, who drove into the lane, drew the defender, just dumped it off to a wide open McCracken, who laid it up and in. And great body positioning by McCracken as well. He started, he looked like he wanted to come back more into the lane, but then just rotated those hips, squared up, and had the easy little bank off the board. Four for McCracken to lead Moeller. 9-4 Crusaders lead it. Didn't we say he was defensive specialist? <laughs> yeah, if they're going to let you shoot layups, I think you got to take them, right? <laughs> yeah, I Here's think so. Full court Moeller pressure as they now back off, and Thomas will work it up with McCracken, giving him plenty of space. Comes into the forecourt, angles left on the dribble. Flips it off to Madden Saxon, who goes out straight away to McKenzie. McKenzie bounces left elbow with it. They flip it back to McKenzie. Thought about a three, thought better of it. Now starts to drive to the foul line. Still on the move. Into the lane, spins, spins back the other way. Throws it in the corner instead to Thomas. Back to McKenzie. Good defense by Bowler right there. Off to Martin High on the right. His long arching three is no good back of the rim. And Duncan with a great box out, box out near the foul line gets the defensive rebound. Back, back comes Bowler. There's Alex Williams. There's it to Curran straight away. Curran goes right wing to McCracken. McCracken throws it out to Land, top of the key. Land started left, now goes back right, gives it off to Alex Williams on the right wing. Back out straight away to Land. Land goes high on the left with it to Duncan. Duncan gives it out to McCracken straight away. McCracken looking for cutters, throws it into the right elbow to, or left elbow to Land, who turns and squares up. Now drives to the foul line going right, drives right in the lane, shovels it off to Duncan. Duncan drives along the baseline, he's double teamed, and he might have walked. No, they get a holding violation instead. That's either going to be on Ismail James or Elijah Madden-Saxon. It's going to be on Madden-Saxon. That'll be his first. As Aiden Noyes, the first substitute for Moeller, comes in. Will McCracken goes out with 3.50 to go here in the first. Willie Michael Kern to trigger in. It's a four-cross look. He goes out to the right elbow to Land. Land turns, throws it over to Alex Williams. Three ball left wing on the way. Front of the rim, front of the rim. No rebound tipped and controlled by Hughes in the form of Madden-Saxon. He clears it out. Here's Thomas, drives all the way into the lane with a runner that's no good. Rebound battle for inside. I think he's going to jump ball here. Yep, jump ball of the position here will go to Hughes as Alex Williams got tied up by Madden, or by Jay Sean Martin. It's not easy to tie Alec Williams up. You're not going to rip the ball out of his hands, that's for sure. That's for sure. Here's a pass, goes to McKenzie on the left wing with Williams on him, drives along the baseline, goes right around him, inside, has a shot though, blocked by Noyes. Got the rebound back, put up, no good. Rebound battle for Martin, gets it. Clears it off to Thomas, he head fakes the three, drives in, goes in the corner, McKenzie three from there, got it. Well, McKenzie just, has all seven. McKenzie's just kind of rotating around. He's just staying behind the three-point arc. That's going to be the operators, or the, the modem we're going to see from McKenzie all night long. That was a nice job by Hughes to get the offensive rebound. Brian White very oh. animated as McKenzie picks Alex Williams' pocket, foot race the other way, and he lays it up and in with the left hand. McKenzie all right nine back points. to tie it. Thanks Williams a little careless with the ball that time, but give the credit to McKenzie. He was aggressive and stole it away. There's a pass to Noise on the right wing. Goes out straight away to Duncan. 
Beckham goes left wing with it to Max Land. 9-9 our score with 2.40 to go. Off to Curran, top of the key. Throws it down inside. Duncan catches, turns, missed the layup in the rebound. Battle for Duncan though, digs it out and gets it back. Duncan looking for somebody to go to. He knocked a huge player to the floor inadvertently. No call off to Williams. He drives inside, gets contact, draw the foul, score the bucket. Woo. Boy, there's a lot of contact all around there. Oh, no, they call it offensive foul on Alex Williams. Yeah. I think they say Jordan got the hip into him, and that was close. Contact, though, up high as well. CK wanted a foul earlier in the play up near the top of the key. Did not get it when the scramble was taking place for the ball when Duncan was fighting for the long rebound, and Muller controlled it, but then Alec Williams on the drive draws or takes the foul and used the chance to take the lead. Hassan Wilson checks in for Hughes, and in for Moeller is Zach George for the first time. Here is Thomas, picks his dribble up, goes left wing with it to Madden Saxon, out straight away to Thomas. Thomas starts to drive, cut off by Noyes. George now spins, a nice move, shoves it up, no, tipped up by Wilson, no, and the rebound down to Will McCracken. McCracken came back during that last dead ball, too. Land is out at the moment. It's Williams, Curran, McCracken, Noyes, and Zach George, the five on the floor for Moeller. Here's McCracken drives, gets bumped as he went to the left baseline, cut off, throws a bad pass, cross court, intercepted. It's going to be a foot race the other way, driving wide open under and laying it up and in with the left hand was Elijah Madden Saxton. Well, an angle pass deep going back across court, not a good idea. And Hughes takes advantage of their first There's lead of the game. Cross court pass that was not a good one that Noyes saved. Here's Noyes, off to Williams. But we're down two at the moment. Here's McCracken. Now he's going to dribble out. Turns it off to Kern straight away. Goes right wing with it to Noyes. Noyes now dribbles out going left. And off the ball, we're going to whistle it a foul. And I think a holding violation going to go against Hassan Wilson. Yeah, he was tangled up in the middle. And Crusaders able to draw that foul as subs coming back in. Yeah, Duncan and Aiden Turner in for the first time. George and Alex Williams will leave for the Crusaders with the 1.31 to go in the first quarter. Moeller down 11-9 after leading it 1.72. Brian White very animated on that sideline trying to get his guys energized. Well, he's got the guys on the bench jumping around and coach jumping around as well. The inbound to Curran goes off to McCracken. He goes left wing Turner. His 15-foot jump shot is up. No good back of the rim and a long defensive rebound comes down to Madden Saxton. It was a bad pass, but they rescued it to McKenzie. McKenzie's still on the move. Shovels it off back to, Hassan, or to Jay Sean Martin. Clears it out to Madden Saxon straight away. Angles right on the dribble. Off to the right sideline to McKenzie. Works behind a ball, ball screen going left. McKenzie just stutter stepping, dribbled in. Now dribbles back out with noise on it. Goes left wing with it to Thomas. Carl Kramer, I think, wanted maybe a carry there. Here's McKenzie, going to come out near the timeline with under a minute to go in the quarter. And Hughes, I think, more than content to run some clock here up by two late in the first quarter. Uh, you take McKenzie the wins. A lot of room. Yep. Two assistant coaches they had to pull Brian Wyatt back. He got outside the coach's box for a moment. He kind of wandered out to him, grabbed him by his belt. Here's McKenzie. Now Turner working to get a count. They come out and set a high ball screen for him. He still is on the move. Takes it past Duncan. Scoop shot and Duncan blocked it out of bounds. Good defense by Duncan. Didn't really time that up perfectly to block it out of bounds, but Hughes will maintain possession with 34.2 to go in the first quarter. And Brian White going to take a 30-second timeout. Tell you, man, he is, he is, it feels like he's playing defense. <laughs> he's playing some offense. He's very much into it. He's getting his workout during this game, that's for sure. And it obviously is working to this point right now. And we've seen other games this year where bowlers come out a little slow in the first quarter. That LaSalle game comes to mind, uh, what, a week or so ago, where they were down at the end of the first quarter, late in the first quarter, but then rebounded to take the lead by halftime. But still, you have a lead like that right now. 
Carl Kramer right now working over one of the officials. Yeah, I'm not sure what, he, what he's asking well, about. It's something on the other end of the floor for it sure. It was the play back up court where Logan Duncan was going for the, the long rebound. He thought he got held up from behind as he was going for the rebound. And Carl, about as animated as you'll see him get when he's got his assistants pushing him back. So that's going back a good minute and a half ago. The play that CK was not happy about. So Hughes will have it underneath their basket. To the right of it, McKenzie will inbound. He's looking for somebody to throw it to. He's just going to throw a long lob pass going out to catch it. Wilson hands it off to Thomas out near the timeline high on the right. Now he's just going to walk it out to the middle of the floor on the big M for Middletown logo. And he's just going to dribble the clock away, and they'll go for one shot. Now watch McKenzie setting up. He's over kind of on the right wing right now. Roller in a 1-3-1 look. Now they're just trying to get rematch. No, they're going to stay in a 1-3-1. So they're in a 1-3-1 look with 13 seconds. So they've they're going to give a long shot. Here's Thomas, works off a high screen. They come double-team him, looking for somebody. Shovels it off to McKenzie. Dribbles once, 28-footer straight away. Banked it, no good. Rebound battle for. Picked up, though, by Hassan Martin. Goes in the corner with it to Jay Sean Martin, who hit a three at the buzzer. Great hustle by Madden Saxton to get the rebound. Kicked it to Jay Sean Martin in the left corner, and his rainbow three connects as time expires in the first quarter of play. At the end of one quarter of play in the King Classic, here from Middletown, it's Hughes 14, Moeller 9. This is Moeller Crusaders basketball from ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. This is Jerry Snodgrass, Executive Director of the Ohio High School Athletic Association. One of my long-standing goals is to help people understand that high school sports are about so much more than wins and losses. The OHSAA promotes education-based athletics, where sports are an extension of the classroom. Our schools all want to win. There's no doubt about it. But at the end of the day, it's all about sportsmanship, leadership, and making certain that academics are a priority. Thank you for your support of high school sports in Ohio. Back here at Wade Miller Arena on the campus of Middletown High School. It's a beautiful facility. I'm Richard Skinner along with Greg Waddell. This is the final game of two days worth of basketball in the King Classic. Muller trailing after one quarter, 14-9. And really, Hughes did a, a lot of good things in that quarter. Had good tempo. They defensive rebounded it well despite being undersized. And they made some big shots, which you're going to have to do. Well, it was a 12-2 run to finish out that first quarter for Hughes. Muller had a 7-2 lead at one point, but... Hughes uses the three-point plays, but used the transition really well and didn't allow Moeller's really half-court defense to set up except for that last series right there. And it was a long shot by McKenzie that did not fall, but the long the rebound, rebound allowed right. him to get that three-pointer off the buzzer. Moeller with the basketball to start the second quarter as Williams off the land off a screen. and got a legal screen off the ball against Logan Duncan. They tried to run land off a curl along the baseline. They say Duncan set an illegal screen, and... Turn the ball back over to Hughes. And right now, Hughes got Moeller out a little out of sorts at this point. Obviously, a lot of time to go here now as Moeller putting on full court pressure. They bounce it into Thomas. They'll clear him out, let him work it up against McCracken. McCracken gives him plenty of room as he just walks it across the timeline into the forecourt. Works behind a ball screen going right. Duncan picks him up on a switch. Dances away from him. Stutter step dribble with McCracken picks him up now as they switch back. Off to Martin, clears it out to McKenzie between the circles. McKenzie goes right wing with it to Thomas. Thomas works behind a ball screen. Moeller just switching everything. Goes left wing with it to Madden Taylor. Back out Thomas. Line drive three straight away. Skips off the rim. No, Duncan loses the rebound, though. Dug out by Jay Sean Martin. And Hughes gets another offensive ball. Well, that was all set up by Hassan Wilson, though. Just tipped it away out of Duncan's hands. Duncan kind of let that ball come to him. Didn't, get, didn't high point it to bring it home. 
There's a pass top of the circle, Martin. Martin dribbles left, hands it to Keon, or to Kantia Thomas going right. He throws it high on the right with it to Madden Saxton. Madden Saxton goes right wing to McKenzie. Land has him at the moment. Goes out straight away with it to Madden Saxton. Drives in as he goes right around. Alex Williams takes it up, and they're gonna blow the, he actually banked it in, but Alex Williams gonna get called for bumping into him out around the foul line, and if so, that'll be two on Alex Williams for a molar at this point. As Aiden Turner goes out, and Michael Curran comes back in for the Crusaders. I think Carl Kramer not happy about that offensive rebound being given up. Well, that's a couple now back-to-back runs by Hughes up court. They got the, again, the three-pointers in the first quarter. Here's a steal. McCracken tipped it away to Alex Williams. Shovels it off to Duncan. Duncan goes low on the right to McCracken. Drives in the lane. Puts one up in traffic and air bolted. Rebound battle for Duncan. Lost it. Dug out by Keontae Thomas for Hughes. Back he comes. It's five on four as Duncan's late getting down the floor. Here off to McKenzie. Long three. Right wing. Got it. Boy, he is having himself a half. That's 12 for Cameron McKenzie. Well, we got to see that setting up right from the beginning of the game, the outside of the game. And Carl Kramer trying to will his guys getting a little bit more into this game, a little flat so far. 17-9, the Hughes lead. This is now a 15-2 Hughes run. Here's Alex Williams, right wing, drives to the baseline, pulls up with a contested 15-footer. No good. McKenzie with an easy rebound on the weak side, grabs it. Back comes Hughes the other way. McKenzie on the move. Going left, going right, drives in the lane. He walked. Nice defensive job by Max Land. Land just kind of stood his ground as he tried to drive and bull his way past him. And McKenzie getting caught for traveling as Turner comes back in. Alex Williams with the two fouls will go out with well, 6.05 to go in the half. And a smart play by Land not to reach as well. Yep. Just kind of kept his hand near the ball, but not reaching in or extending the arm out. Just kind of had the hand on the ball, and that's what forced the travel. Crusaders, though, need to end this run. There's Turner goes to the right wing and off the ball, getting a reach-in foul as they try to do a dribble handoff along the sideline, and Elijah Madden-Saxton tried to jump it. Instead, he gets caught for the holding violation. That'll be his second fourth on Hughes in the half. Well, and that's a good term, jump it, because that is exactly what Hughes has been doing right now to Moeller, whether it's offensive rebounds at one end or they've just been quicker to the ball. Curran missed McCracken on a back screen lob off the sideline, but he does get it in. He and Turner just playing catch out near the timeline. Now he angles right on the dribble, flips it off to Land coming left. Land, he might have got away with a walk, <laughs> goes right wing to Curran. Curran clears it out to Turner straight away. Turner going to start to drive, gives it off to Land. Land stutter steps, drives to the right corner, gives it off to Jackson. He now comes back outside, clears it out to Curran straight away. Off left wing to McCracken. McCracken top of the circle to Duncan. Duncan dribbles right, hands it off to Curran coming back left. Curran drives in the lane, puts up a tough shot in the lane and got it down. Nice job by Michael Curran off a powerful drive. And then just elevated to score, and that run ends with that bucket there. Great patience by the Moeller offense. Just kept running up high, just setting that up till they could work their way down inside into the lane. And Curran gets the final stop to that long run. 17-11 Hughes lead as we approach five minutes to go in the first half. Here's Thomas, goes left wing with it to Madden Saxton. Madden Saxton now dribbles out, clears out straight away with it to Keontae Thomas. Thomas dribbles right, flips it off to Martin going left, clears it back out to Madden Saxton between the circles. He angles right on the dribble, hands it off to Thomas coming back left. Thomas now dribbles out top of the key, goes to McKenzie near the left sideline. McKenzie looking for somebody to pass it to, clears it out straight away to Thomas, angles right on the dribble. They're looking for back cuts, but really Muller not biting. Back off to Madden Saxon out near the timeline, high on the right, drives on Turner, gives it off. Here's a double team opportunity, but Thomas keeps his dribble alive, dribbles out of the pressure, and we get a timeout for Hughes. Probably a good timeout for yeah. Brian White, although you probably don't want to burn your second one there to save yourself an offensive possession, but that's exactly what he does. It'll be a 30-second timeout. So we'll keep it here with 4.34 to go in the half. Hughes leading Muller 17-11. I know this is going to sound probably four to those listening, but 
this might be one of the best things that's happened to Moeller is you have to fight your way back in a game where you just didn't get off to a very good start. Well, what, and what did we talk about in the pregame as well? That this is a, a perfect setup for a trap type of a game. When you're coming off a, an emotional game on Friday night, just one day to prepare for this game in between the emotional win over Elder on Friday night. They did play Wayne this past Tuesday, and, and that – by all accounts, just looking at the score and, and talking to... But you had a few few days in between kind of your GCL game that Friday and that Tuesday Wayne game, right? This is yeah, this such is a just quick right turn. This is right back yeah. at it, exactly. So, and then knowing, again, like you were talking about, what you have in front of you as well, you can't get caught looking backwards and being happy with what you did. You can't get looking too forward. you got St. X coming up right in the in the very near future. you got to take care of what's on hand right now, and you're absolutely right. This is one of those lessons where you got to learn, hey, we got to take care of business right now. So Hughes will have it back. Well, actually, the referee already dropped the basketball. Hughes was late coming off the sideline. They're down to a three count, four count, and they throw it away. Yeah. Threw it into McKenzie. They were late coming off the sideline. The official just dropped the ball and started his count. Well, then a, they had to scramble. It was a 30-second timeout. Yep. And they blew the whistle, blew it a second time, and then he just dropped the ball. That's a tough one there. You took the timeout to save the possession. Then you lost the possession. Yeah. There's Max Landrimmel's out between the circles. Now angles back right, hands it off to Turner coming by. Off to Curran. Shred goes left wing with it to McCracken. McCracken dribbles out towards center circle. Swinging around the right wing to Curran. Curran out to the top of the key. Alex Williams head fakes a three, drives in, goes behind his back off to Jackson. He drives in, back out to Curran. Good defense by Hughes. They played very solid defense this first half. There's a pass to land out straight away between the circles. He angles left on the dribble, hands it to Curran coming back right. He dribbles out near the timeline. Angles comes back left, hands it off to land going back right. Off to Jackson high on the right. Swings around right wing to McCracken. Cracking, he angles off the sideline, off the current straight away, swings it left wing with it to Jackson. Off to Williams, top of the key, his three ball on the way, side spinner no good, and another good defensive rebound, and then the ball knocked off of McCracken, and I think he hit it off the guy who rebounded it, Jay Sean Martin, and he did, it'll be Bowler's basketball. Another heady, good play by Jeff, by Will McCracken. Well, Will McCracken, and that's the defensive specialist, even though it was a, off, or a, re, a defensive rebound for Hughes, he did not give up on the ball, he just got a hand in there, and it went right off the leg, and, Rolled out off of Keontae Thomas. Going to the right corner off the left baseline to, William, to Alex Williams. They go left wing with it to McCracken. Skip pass to Land in the right corner. And off to Will Williams. They're a 2-3 zone, it looks like. Now they're still man-to-man, Hughes. They look like they're 2-3 off the inbound for a second, but now they jump back to the man-to-man. Well, they're just letting Bowler stay up high, though, yep. moving that offensive motion up high, not inside. Here's Land off to Williams straight away. He's going to try another three off that. Got there that one, go. though. That's what Bowler needs. Alex Williams' first bucket of the game, and then we get a foul, I believe, on Hughes on the rebound. As Duncombe got knocked down, and they are. They're going to get the foul on Ismail James for Ooh. pushing off on the rebound. And Bowler's going to get the three-point bucket to make it a 17-14 deficit and get the ball back. And Brian Wyatt out on the court, not happy with the official who called that foul. Well, and that's a silly play because Williams had nothing but net on that one. The right. ball's just kind of flipped back out and no need for that. Here's a pass to Curran. Goes out straight away, back to Curran. Three ball on the way. Good, Michael Curran from the top of the circle has five. And back Doesn't to shoot back a lot. Well, Hughes had not made many mistakes in this game, if any at all, until that last series, back-to-back three-pointers. Crusaders rally to tie it up. There's a pass to Madden Saxton, left wing off to McKenzie. Head fakes a three, got land off his feet, drives into the lane, throws a bad pass. A wild one that's knocked away and taken away. Here comes Kern back the other way. He's ahead of the field. Kern driving in, got reached in from behind. That could be maybe an intentional foul. I think they're just going to call it on the floor. It's clearly Curran had a breakaway opportunity. They're going to get Jay Sean Martin for reaching in from behind. That'll be the 16 foul 
Skinny, I'm gonna. I have not seen the guys play a whole lot this year. Michael Curran kind of started slow up the court, and all of a sudden turned on the afterburners and took off and had a nice little acceleration, and that's what draws that foul. And you're right, that was very close to potentially being an intentional. Actually, they call that. It, it, they're in the bonus. I only had them for 16 fouls. The shot is up and good for Curran. So that's the seventh team foul now on Hughes, and Bowler regains the lead with a 9-0 run of its own to go up 18-17 with 2.48 to go in the half. Aiden Noyes back into the game for the Crusaders as Williams Alec Williams takes a seat. Yeah, he's got the two fouls. Curran has seven first-half points. He averages just 3.2 on the season, and they've all come in this quarter, and they're all big. Very big. Two you were down 17-9 at one point. This quarter's now been a 10-0 run for Bowler. Now we've got... Blood on a jersey, perhaps? Logan Duncan's going to have to come out. He's got some blood on his jersey, maybe. So he'll come out. Zach George, it looks like, will be the one to come back in, and he does. So Muller has Land, Curran, McCracken, Noyes, and George on the floor. And he's got some blood on it. looks like his left pant leg they're trying to wipe off. As Hughes inbounds, it comes into Keontae Thomas in the backcourt. He'll work it up against McCracken. So Mowers regained the lead with a 10-0 run after being down by eight. Here is Martin. Throws it out to McKenzie. Throws it right elbow to Hassan Wilson. They throw it back to McKenzie high on the left. McKenzie works behind a ball screen, drives down the lane, takes it all the way down inside, puts a shot oh. up and scores it. And the foul's going to go on Zach George. Boy, Cameron McKenzie, he's hit three threes, and he's shown the ability to get downhill and drive. And Aiden Noyes picks up the foul, and he'll get a chance for the end one and a chance for Hughes to regain the lead as Carl Kramer playing offense, defense. Alex Williams back in, and Zach George back out. Logan Duncan going to come like back ready. in. Yeah, yeah he's, he's going to sit for a second, but he's good to go to get back in the game. So Cameron McKenzie. Good-looking player. He's got 14, looking for his 15th point on the night. And he does have it. So 15 for McKenzie. And Hughes retakes the lead at 20 to 19 with 223. 22 and a half a game. He's got 15 in the first Here's half. Here's Kern blows by all the way to the rim and laid it in around Jay Sean Martin. That's nine in the quarter for Michael Curran. Hughes had not allowed that kind of entry rush inside. And Curran saw it, kind of stutter stepped and saw it was open and went ahead and took it. Got the basket. Bowler retakes the lead at 21 to 20 as we have exactly two minutes to go in the first half. Here's Keontae Thomas drives him a crack and goes left corner to. Madden Saxton out straight away to Jay Sean Martin. Throws it off high on the right to McKenzie. McKenzie comes out between the circles, bounces high on the left side. He goes, there's a pass to Curran, jumps, oh. but McKenzie gets it back, pull up three left wing, got it. Boy, oh boy. And we got a foul off the ball, and I think you're going to get a foul on Michael Curran for knocking a huge player to the ground. Wow, this has been a little bit of a, a turn of emotion. Or runs it either way. We, we've had kind of runs it both ways. Uh, a nice long run for Hughes to end the first quarter. That gave them the lead. Bowler went on a 10-0 run, and now all of a sudden back comes Hughes as they regain the lead, and then Bowler careless foul underneath, gets the ball right back. 23-21, Hughes leads. There's a pass that's intercepted by McCracken on the inbound. They try to lob it into McKenzie, and McCracken with an easy steal. Well, it happens when you got Logan Duncan right in your face facing the inbounder. There's a pass to Duncan low on the right, kicks out the noise. His three on the way right corner, no good. Gets his own rebound along the baseline, then got fouled. He got knocked to the floor by, no, he oh, said he stepped on the end line. Jay Sean Martin, it looked like might have knocked him out of bounds, which is what caused that, but the official said no, he'd already stepped out of bounds. Well, Jay Sean Martin, he's a short but very stocky guy. Yep. He kind of held his position. And after that three-point effort by Noise, he tried to get his own rebound and went right into the body. And I don't think uh, at one point at all did Jay Sean Martin move. Here's McKenzie with it straight away. Going to launch a long three from there. Back rim, no. Tell you, you can't give him an inch. He's going to no. fire it up there. McCracken gave him that inch. 
Rebound down to Moeller. Back come the Crusaders down by two late in the first half. There's a pass right corner to McCracken. Out to Kern straight away. Kern holds it above his head. He's going to just dribble it out between the circles. Look at the clock. It shows a minute to go in the half. Throws it left wing to Land. Land out to dunk on top of the circle. He dribbles right. Hands it off to McCracken coming back left. McCracken goes back to Kern right. Kern back out to Noyes. Noyes off high on the right to McCracken. Goes left wing with it to Land. Land throws top of the circle to Curran. Head fakes the three. Dribbles right. Hands it off to McCracken coming by. Oh, he almost intercepted that one. Here's McCracken comes back right. Flips it back to Curran with 37 seconds. Off high on the left to Noyes. Goes left wing to Land. Land now going to start to drive. Cut off very nicely by Keontae Thomas. Back out straight away to Dunkel. Hughes getting energized by this defensive center. Duncan pits his dribble up. Gives it off to McCracken on the right wing. McCracken clears it out straight away to Curran with 23 seconds. Moeller down two with the ball. There's Curran. Angles left on the dribble. Now angles back out straight away. Moeller definitely going for the last shot now. Curran just dribbling right hand to left hand out front. Starts to drive. Angles left. Works behind a high ball screen. Turns it down. Drives to the baseline. Puts up a shot. Tough shot. Off the window. <laughs> and another one for Michael Curran. Who's got 11 points. Here's a three from midcourt by Thomas at the buzzer. No good. And thanks to Michael Kerr with 11 points here in the second quarter of play. It has us right back where we started here at halftime. It's Hughes 23, Moeller 23. We'll be back in about six or seven minutes to recap the first half and look ahead to the second half. It's a good one so far here in the ML King Classic. Here from Middletown High School at halftime, Moeller 23. Middletown 23, this is Moeller Crusaders basketball from ESP Media. It's powered by Sidearm Sports. Kent Insurance is a family-owned business located right here in Kenwood. Chris Kent, a graduate of 1993 and former tight end, can take care of your business needs, while his sisters, Kim and Katie, are ready to handle your personal insurance. Top-of-the-line products, competitive pricing, and outstanding customer service is what they offer. Give them a call. 513-791-6060. That's 513-791-6060. A big shout out to Katie's daughter, Abby Kerwin, playing saxophone with the marching band. Let's go, Big Mo. Welcome to this week in Molar Crusader Sports here on Let's Go Big Mo.com and ESP Media powered by Sidearm Sports. I'm Jason Griefer. Normally we're joined by Molar AD Mike Asbeck to talk about all things Crusader Sports, but we have a very special guest actually in the ESP Media studios today. It is brand new Molar football coach Mark Elder who's joining us here today. First of all, coach, uh, I noticed before we came on the air here today, you were uh, taking a, a whack at the, at the Pac Man game out here in the studio. Uh, how did you do there? I believe I won. Unless Mike lies, I was definitely up by a couple thousand points. We're not supposed to talk about that. I'm supposed to be working really hard right now. So I, don't <laughs> I don't know if I'm supposed to be playing Miss Pac-Man during, during this really uh, the grind of, of starting a new job, but I, I do believe I won. Okay, okay. So, that's, so, so we're off to a good start. Off then. to so, a good start. Absolutely. So uh, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about you, uh, first of all, before we get into uh, what, what we're trying to get accomplished here with uh, Crusader football. Give us a little bit of information, uh, background about you, your upbringing, and uh, – what led you to get into the coaching profession? Uh, sure, yeah. Well, grew up here in Cincinnati, Ohio, born and raised, and, and uh, grew up in the Sycamore area. Um, you know, went to, I didn't go to Moeller, went to Sycamore High School, um, <laughs> but had several friends that, that went to Moeller. Um, you know, played football from 
little league on up and and um that ended up kind of being the 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 passion, what I really enjoyed, and um, went on to college, played a small school, Case Western Reserve up in Cleveland, where played up there, and, and um, afterwards, it just had such a, the coaches that I'd been uh, fortunate to have through through the years had made such a positive impact upon my life, uh, really said that I wanted to uh, follow in that same path and, and get into coaching, and I originally, uh, throughout high school, thought that I wanted to coach um, at the high school level and initially um, when I got to college really wanted to pursue that for a while and did that for the last 20 years coaching in a wide variety of of uh, universities throughout um, really the the midwest and and a little down south a little on the east coast um, and then this just was the, the perfect opportunity to, to come back home uh, to be at Moeller, which is a, a place I've always had such respect for and is is, is an unbelievable powerhouse with, with a national brand and um, just a, a tremendous opportunity to come back home and, and get the, the chance to lead Moeller football. Yeah, obviously you had a, a very successful run as a head coach at Eastern Kentucky University. And, and to go back a little bit, you were uh, with Butch Jones for, for quite a long time back yes. at Central Michigan, at Cincinnati, uh, Tennessee. What have you what have you learned from butch jones that that kind of helped you come along and get you ready to be a head coach <laughs> I, I worked worked for for coach jones for nine years so um i learned a ton and um from player relationships to x's and o's to organization i mean it would we'd have to spend a lot of time to go through all the things sure. i learned but um it, you know i think that one of the things that he always did a great job of um, was finding a way to to push guys past kind of what they thought was their uh, their comfort zone and and their maybe what the, the upper echelon of what they were capable of and was always able to get um, a lot out of guys as far as pushing past what they thought maybe they were capable of. I always thought that he did a really nice job of of, of getting a lot out of guys and and helping them achieve some of their personal goals in, in football. So now you, you move from the college ranks to the high school ranks. You touched a little bit on a moment ago on uh, all the, the, the story tradition uh, of Moeller football. Was that one of the major things that sold you on this is the right move for me professionally uh, and for my family? It certainly was. I mean, there was a number of, of key things that played into it. But, um, yes, I, I always envisioned myself coming back to high school and, and being at a place like Moeller was, was – um, you know, always a hope, you know, that, that I could be at a place where, where there's such a great tradition and, and for it to be Moeller. I mean, I, you go um, through the years, obviously, I've recruited a lot of different high schools and, and um, Moeller has such a name brand from coast to coast. I mean, you could be in California and you talk about Moeller and, and people are very familiar with it. And, and that's um, the tradition and history that have, has been laid out here for for decades now is is certainly something that's that's great and and look forward to um, the opportunity to try to get it back to what it once was, yep. which is which is neat and exciting and and going to be a great challenge, but but one that I'm excited about. As you talked about at the top here, you're from the area, born and raised, uh, graduated from from uh, Sycamore High School. Did that has that made it easier to come back to transition to this new job that you're coming back essentially home and, and getting back refamiliarized with Cincinnati again? It, I, I'm very familiar with the area, yes. So that that is that helps with just real simple conversation stuff because when you're talking about the areas that um, are are really the the key areas and key schools that that we draw our students from, mm -hmm. um, 
being extremely familiar with Cincinnati and, and particularly this area of Cincinnati, that, that has certainly allowed it to be um, probably a little less of a seam or a more of a seamless transition in that regard. Yes, absolutely. But We know finding the right employees is a job in itself, and it's a job we love. You see, Robert Half isn't just a staffing firm. We're people. People who believe in finding the right people to fit your company's needs. Because employees who are a good fit are more productive, more engaged. Finding a great candidate isn't easy. But at Robert Half, we know it's possible. Robert Half, the experts in accounting, finance, IT, legal, marketing, and administrative staffing. Learn more at roberthalf.com radio. Welcome back here to Middletown High School. We're at halftime of the King Classic with Moeller and Hughes tied at 23 apiece in that first half. A big first half from Cameron McKenzie for Hughes. He had 18 of their 23 Ooh. points, but a really big first half for Michael Kerr. Where would Moeller be without him? Point guard who only averages 3.2 points per game, had 11 points in that second quarter to really carry Moeller after they trailed as much as eight in the first half at 17 to nine. They regained the lead a couple of times in the half but needed a current bucket just before halftime to tie the score up at 23-23. I'm Richard Skinner along with Greg Waddell, our producer engineer tonight, Zach Waddell. I mean, all in all, I, I, I'm not so sure this was a bad first half for Moeller as much as it was a good first half for Hughes. I thought they were really good on both ends of the floor. Well, and, and the score might even be a little bit misleading when you kind of look through and, and look at the runs that both teams had. You had a a 12-2 run for Hughes at one point. They were 17-9, right? Yeah, and then, and then Moeller turns around with a 10-0 run, and then Hughes comes back with a 6-0 run after that. So it was kind of one run after the other, but then it gets all even. And I think you're absolutely right. I think this was a, a very – Hughes could not have asked for a whole lot more. Did get a little bit of foul trouble there towards the end. Moeller was good at the free throw line, though. They, they took, care of, took care of business when they needed to there. And, but it was – you mentioned that McKenzie's the kid for – Hughes that we were pretty much assuming at the beginning of the game was going to be the one to look out for, and they still found a way to, I'm sure Carl Kramer knew that as well, they right. found a way to get him open, and he's buried a bunch of threes, and as you said, 18 points, he averages 22 and a half a game, so he's already near his game average in the first half. Well above it, he's on pace for well above it for sure. Scoring in the first half for Moeller went like this, Michael Curran did lead the way with 11 all in the second quarter, four for Will McCracken. Three on a three-point play by Max Land in the first half a minute of the game. Didn't score again. Uh, three points for Alex Williams, who hit a three in the second quarter. His only points after coming off that 20-point game against Elder. And then two for Logan Duncombe. Aiden Turner, Aiden Noyes, Elijah Jackson all came off the bench, as did Zach George. All played, all failed to score in the first half. For Hughes, again led by Cameron McKenzie with 18 points. Three for Jay Sean Martin, a three out of the left corner at the end of the first quarter. Two points for Elijah Madden-Saxon, and that was it for the scoring. In the first half, Keontae Thomas started, did not score. Ismail James started, did not score. The only sub they used, Hassan Wilson, played and did not score. So 23-23 the score. I guess if you're Muller, you kind of weathered the storm a little bit and see if they get off to a good start here in the second half. Well, they got off to a good start to start the game, so they need a, a similar start here in the second half, but you've got to be able to play better defense. They gave up some rebounds that led to quick transition points by Hughes, but when they were able to move the ball around and, and set up Cameron McKenzie and, and get him open. And it wasn't just one spot. He was all over. He was in the in the corner. He was up high in the, the wings, left, right. So they got to be aware where he is at all, at all times. Shadow him out as 
players coming back out on the floor as we get ready for second half action, all even, 23-all. It'll be Curran, McCracken, Williams, Duncan, Land, the five that started for Moeller for Hughes, the same five for them as well. Keontae Thomas, Cameron McKenzie, Elijah Madden-Saxton, Jay Sean Martin, and Ismail James. It'll be McKenzie to trigger in. Hughes has the ball to start the second half, and he bounces into the backcourt to Thomas. McCracken has him as he walks over the timeline. So we're underway, 23-all, start of the second half. Moeller in its man-to-man -man defense. There's a pass to the right elbow and a pushing foul going to be called on Michael Kearns. He shoved Cameron McKenzie on the catch with two hands from behind. And uh. now we get a technical foul on Bowler, I believe, too. I think McCracken got the tee. Well, and, and if that's so, that, that's uncalled for because who who drew the foul? Would McKenzie draw that? It might have been on McKenzie. He handed the ball to Kern, and Kern just kind of flung oh, it backwards. Right. It's on Hughes. You're right. It is going to be on Kern. So, Kern, I mean, Kern gets the foul. McKenzie's going to get the technical foul, which will also go as a personal. And Alex Williams is going to get two free throws. That's just silly then. It was very silly. He just, after he drew the foul, then he just kind of reached over and shoved the ball at Kern, and Kern just kind of pushed it back away. And somewhat of a taunt. And that's what the ref saw. So that'll be a team foul as well as Williams' free throw is up. Hits the front of the rim, no good. So they have one more technical free throw. Williams on the season is a 82.4% foul shooter. Ten seconds into the second half, Williams hits the second. And Muller regains the lead at 24-23. And the Crusaders will have the basketball. Let's see if that starts to spark something here for the Crusaders. They'll come into Curran, who goes left on the dribble. Goes off the land, drives in the lane, kicks it out to Williams. His three ball high on the right on the way. Front of the rim, no good. Way high, Jay Sean Martin with another defensive rebound. The little guy, this 5'9", gives it off to McKenzie. On the move to the foul line, drives down the lane, takes it all the way inside with a reverse left hand layup. No good, Duncan with the defensive rebound. Hands it off to Kern coming by. Kern races into the front court. Hughes, though, is back defensively. Kern with that big first half, 11 points. Here's Land on the right wing. Hands it out to McCracken straight away. Goes left wing to Kern. Giving plenty of room off the land, top of the circle. Goes right wing, Alex Williams. Williams gives it out to Duncan straight away. Duncan bounces on the right elbow with it to Land. Land turns inside. Now Duncan comes, sets a screen for him, drives to the foul line, pull up jump shot from there. In and out, no good. And another defensive rebound for Jay Sean Martin. He's five foot nine. He's got to have eight or nine rebounds. He just sneaks right in there and he's got nobody bodying him up. And he's able to just free himself up and follow the ball right off the rim. There's a bounce on the right, high on the right to McKenzie. Turns, clears it out high on the left to Keontae Thomas. Thomas works behind a screen, back off to McKenzie. Long three left wing, skips off the rim, no good. Good job by Moeller to box out defensively. And Kern gets the rebound on a bounce. Kern back the other way, angles to the left side on the dribble. Now he's double teamed, has his ball taken away from him. Just stripped right away from him by Elijah Madden Saxton. Off to, to Martin, Martin drives in, takes a wild shot in the lane, got it! Over a bunch of long arm bodies at 5-9. Well, Martin came in and he wanted to go straight up and Pretty much got slowed down as he started his jump up, but kept body control and was able to square up and just put that one right off the glass. Well, they just shoved Logan Duncan off the block. You got to call that. That was a two-hand yeah. shove in the back as he tried to post up. Here's a pass to Curran high on the right. Muller down one, 25-24. Off the land at the foul line, curling it. Takes in the lane, puts a shot up. Blocked away by Madden Saxton and rebounded by Wilson. Clears it off to Thomas. Thomas on the move. Stutter steps. Angles right on the dribble. Flips off a pass to Jay Sean Martin. We're going to get a reach-in foul on Michael Curran. If so, that's going to be three on Curran. Yeah, he got caught up right on the sideline and tried to intercept that little handoff pass and ended up just reaching out and missed ball and grabbed shirt. Both teams go with that dribble handoff action, and both teams have tried to step and intercept it, and Curran's going to – no, Max Land's going to go out. I thought maybe Jackson was going to come in for Michael Curran. Yeah, it's got to be yeah. Michael Curran coming out. He's got three fouls, yeah. So they wave Land back in, and Curran will be the one to come out with the that three fouls. That might be fouls. the normal rotation there at times, but when – 
You get three fouls this early in the third quarter. Here's Thomas having a hard time getting it in. Throws it all the way in the backcourt to McKenzie. We're under six minutes to go here in the third. Bowler down 25-24. He's not afraid to take a three off the dribble either. Off high on the left, it goes to Wilson. Angles right, flips it back to McKenzie. McKenzie stutter steps, drives down the lane, takes it all the way down inside. Shot blocked by Duncan and McCracken both and dug out by Elijah Jackson. Back he comes the other way in a hurry. It's a three on two off to Alex Williams, low on the left. Drives in, got hammered, no call. Ball was blocked out of bounds by Jay Sean Martin. Look how he got clearly hammered. Oh. And they said, nope, a clean block. No, that was not a clean block at all. It might have gotten him in the face. And you got that tomahawk attempt to block the ball. And Carl Kramer again just looking over at the official and disbelief. And Jackson, the triggered inbounds, looking for somebody to come to. Goes in the left corner to McCracken. McCracken throws it down inside Duncan. Wheels with a little jump hook. There got it. Go. Finally got him a touch in the post. I mean, he, there's nobody that can guard him down there. He's seven inches bigger than anybody that Hughes has. And that's been a problem. Moeller hasn't been able to get the ball into the lane, into the post to front him up and give him those opportunities. They need to push that ball inside, but a lot of high dribble action and motion up top and maybe looking for that inside. Here's a back cut and a wide open. Keontae Thomas sees the pass from McKenzie go way wide out of bounds. Boy, that was McKenzie a well-designed play, and he just threw a bad pass. That was a fastball that yeah, would be tough to handle anyway. He wasn't going to catch it. Yeah, you're shoot. right. That was that was a missile. Bowler by one with about five minutes to go as we approach it. Here's Williams high on the right wing. Goes out straight away to Jackson. He's going to fire a wide open three. Skips off the rim. No. Rebound, though, to McKenzie of Hughes. Hughes doing a great job defensive rebounding really the ball are. despite their lack of size. McKenzie drives on the foul line. Slipped as he tried to pull up for a jump shot and then gave it up. Here's Martin, drives along the baseline, spins back to the corner, high arcing three from over there, barely drew iron, and Duncan tips the rebound to himself as he knocks Wilson to the floor. Off to Elijah Jackson, back he comes, loses his dribble, picks it up and rescues it. Back to Alex Williams straight away, Muller tries to get set. Here's Land on the left wing with it. Looking to throw it, skips it across to Alex Williams on the right wing. Williams stutter steps, drives in, cut off, off to McCracken. He drives down the lane, takes it up in traffic, put it up off the back of the rim. Oh, oh, good. Tapped in by Logan Duncan. And Moeller's lead is three at 28-25 with 4.15 to go here in the third. Finally get Duncan into the game with four straight points. Here's Duncan almost stole the pass, but Wilson gets it back to McKenzie. 25-footer straight away. No good. The rebound to Max Land. He's got a man down the floor, McCracken. He sees him. He throws it. And then McKenzie knocked it out of bounds. Great hustle play by Cameron McKenzie of Hughes as Moeller had a guy ahead of the pack. But McKenzie just hustled to get back and get it. Here's Bill James and Logan Duncan got caught up in the backcourt on that play as James got it slipped down after that rebound and took Duncan out with him. So it was essentially a four-on-four four the other way. And Crusaders could take advantage. There's the inbounds pass to land to the right elbow. Turns, looking for somebody to throw it to. And they're not even counting on him. Clears it off to Williams straight away. Spins away from the defender. Drives in. Pull up 12 foot of the lane. Got it. Well, you can get Alex Williams heated up, Alec Williams heated up just a little bit. That's going to make life a lot easier. He had 20 points on Friday against Elder. And Pretty much held him in check for the most part outside of a, a nice three-point effort at one point. But So, Moeller's going to take a 30-second timeout on the make with 3.51 to go here in the third. Crusaders back up by five at 30-25. to 25. And I guess so far the difference in this second half is the couple of three balls that McKenzie's had from straight away he just didn't make. Yeah, and, and that was the difference in the first half because he was making those shots. And the same, we, we said earlier, too, that... Some of those shots weren't coming from straight away. They were out on the wings. They were down in the corner. He had a couple on the run moves as well, three-point shots. But here in the second half, I think he's gotten his cleaner look, and I think Bowler's recognized that, made the adjustments, at least get a hand in his face a little bit. Don't give him those clean looks. Yes, exactly. <coughs> so Hughes will come out. They've only played six so far. They come back with McKenzie, 
Keontae Thomas. And you got to wonder if fatigue starts to play a factor well, in too. Well, and we said that earlier before the game as well. The depth is Bowler has when you can go seven. They haven't had to do it just yet, but they can go six, seven, eight deep. And thus far, Hughes has only gone six deep. Yeah, Carl Kramer's played nine guys. He's yep. not played him a lot of minutes off the bench, but he has played nine, and Hughes has played just six. Hughes has Martin, Madden Saxton, McKenzie Thomas, and Hassan Wilson, the five on the floor. Here is Thomas high on the right wing with it. Just dance around the dribble, really going nowhere. Now he walks back out, clears it out straight away between the circles to McKenzie. McKenzie dribbles with his right hand, now walks in. McCracken comes up to pick him up. Now Muller comes with a little run and jump action. His pass back out to McKenzie straight away. Head fakes a three, drives in, takes it all the way down the lane, and he walked. I don't know about the, I don't know when the whistle blew if that was a walk. I thought maybe initially it was a walk. I don't know about I, when they blew the whistle. Well, I, I think initially, before he, he took a step before he put the ball on the floor to get up court, and afterward, it was a nice little move, though. Sure was. So, Moeller back with the ball with a five-point lead. Here's Land, out straight away to McCracken. McCracken angles left, hands off to Duncan coming by, shovels it off the Land, drives to the right baseline, drives all the way down low on the right, puts it up off the rim, and it stayed in. It danced all over the rim and knocked in for Max Land. That bounced three or four times, just kind of bouncing, dribbling on the top of the rim. It went from the back of the rim to the near front where it finally rolled in. Under three minutes to go here in the third. Moeller back by seven now, 32-25. They trailed it one time, 17-9. So technically on a 23-8 run over the last quarter and a half. Well, they woke up. Here's Madden Saxton, drives in, throws a wild shot up, no good, and just not a very good shot by him, and the rebound down to Logan Duncan. Back comes Moeller trying to expand on the lead, off to Elijah Jackson, goes left corner to Williams. Thought about a three, clears it out to Jackson instead. Back to Duncan, top of the circle, angles right, missed land on a back cut, hands it off to Jackson, coming back left. Jackson drives to the right elbow, pull up 15 for guys. Nice, nice minutes for Elijah Jackson at the moment, in place of the foul trouble, Michael Curran. Moeller's lead swells to nine. Well, and there's your depth right there as well that can help wear teams down. There's McKenzie straight away. He's yet to score here in the second half. In fact, Hughes only has two, to, two points here in half number two as we approach two minutes to go. Here's McKenzie, drives right of the lane, scoop shot up. No, Wildy missed it, and the rebound down to Duncan. Hughes getting some bad shots off at the moment. Duncan going to bring it up himself, still on the move. Still on the move, goes to the right baseline. He got two-hand shoved from behind by Keontae Thomas. <laughs> And they'll call in for the foul. Well, ice cold at the other end for Hughes, and they're starting to force the shots as well as Crusaders have opened up now their biggest lead of the game. They jumped out to a nice lead to start this game. we got a timeout on the floor. Yeah, Hughes going to take the timeout. It's going to be a full timeout. It's going to be a full timeout. So we'll take a timeout with them. 157 to go here in the third of this King Classic basketball game. It's Moeller 34, Hughes 25. This is Moeller Crusaders basketball from ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. Since 2009, SCI 360 has helped many businesses improve their clients' customer relationships through streamlining processes, connecting with customers, and ultimately improving profitability. Let SCI 360 customize a system for your business using the number one selling customer relationship management platform, Salesforce.com. For a 360-degree view of your customer, contact SCI 360 and Moeller alum Michael Sturgis at 888-318-318. 5121 or visit them on the web at www.sci360degrees.com. Welcome back here to Middletown High School. Jerry Lucas Court. Did you ever get to see Jerry Lucas play? No, you're not. I did. Old. Did Absolutely you? Absolutely did, yeah. Really? When I was a kid living in New York, he played for the Knicks. After he, he left still, the Cincinnati Royals. I actually saw him in person. I went to a Knicks game, a couple of Knicks games at Madison Square Garden back then. I saw his son play for Middletown. I JJ saw his son, Lucas. J.J., play as well. 
I'm Richard Skinner. He's Greg Waddell in tonight for Kent McKenzie. He and our guy Jeff Sheetle on their way to Memphis as Duncan with a reverse layup. No good out of the timeout. Want to say hi to those two guys. Duncan gets it back, put it up, oh. scored, drew the foul. Well, Logan Duncan was a little quiet in that first half, but he's starting to feel a little bit better and finding his groove underneath, and they're starting to feeding the ball as well, and he's getting those opportunities and doing the damage where he can do the damage, right? Square near the basket. Son Wilson, I believe, picks up the foul. That'll be the third team foul. Duncan tries to complete the three-point play and does. He's got seven in the quarter, nine in the game. And Moeller's lead swells to 12 at 37-25. And really, they've done it on this end of the floor. They just get stop after stop after stop. Well, and you're helping with Hughes starting to force some of these shots as well. And there's Wilson almost loses it, shovels it back off to McKenzie between the circles. But good high defense as well out by Max Land for the Crusaders. Off to Martin between the circles. Goes high on the right wing. They got a new player actually in the game. That is... Aaron Carton in for the first time. Here's a three ball straight away by Martin. It's no good. And the rebound down to Alex Williams for Bowler. It's one and done at the moment for Hughes. Here's Elijah Jackson. Goes right wing to McCracken. McCracken looked for a cutter. He got bumped. Clears it out to Williams. Goes left wing with it to Elijah Jackson. Elijah Jackson to dunk him straight away. Angles right on the dribble. Hands it to Alex Williams coming by. Williams pulls up. 17 footer straight away. No good front of the rim. And the rebound dug out by Aaron Carton, who's in. Is Trying to get some fresh bodies in for Hughes. Under a minute to go here in the third. Moeller by 12, 37-25. There's Sean Martin high on the right, right in front of the Hughes bench. Clears it out straight away with Thomas. Thomas going to drive in the lane, takes it down inside. Shot blocked by McCracken out of bounds. Well, the Moeller defense is really heating up now. So, and, and they're taking away that outside shot for McKenzie and looking to try other things that maybe will get McKenzie back into the flow of things. But the Muller defense has certainly turned things up and made the adjustments they've needed to here in the second half as they have held Hughes in his first quarter to just two points as they've outscored him 14-2. to two. Aiden Noyes comes in for Alex Williams, having a hard time getting the ball in. And finally going to get another timeout for Hughes. They only have one timeout yep. left. Uh, and that's the mother, the Muller defense right now as well. They're covering all angles. And... What was working in the first half for Hughes, they were just moving the ball around, but it was a lot of transition baskets and kept Moeller's half-court defense. Really didn't give him a chance to get into the flow of the game. This half, they are getting back into the flow of the game. That's because they're making baskets at the other end of the floor. They're not giving up the rebounds at the other end of the floor, so they're able to make the shots at one end, get back defensively at the other and end. And you got to wonder for a jump shot, shot team like Hughes has yep. been, if the fatigue starts to set in. You've seen a lot of jump shots here in this second half come up short, front rim, front rim, front rim, front rim. And so far in the second half, Cameron McKenzie, who had 18 in the first half, doesn't have a point here in half number two. Well, and, and again, and when you look at the scoring again, it's a 14-2 run here in the third quarter for Bowler. And obviously the offensive numbers take care of themselves at one end, but you, you truly got to think because you are taking care of business on the offensive end, defensively, you're able now to get back and shut down Cameron McKenzie. You're not giving him these open looks. You're not letting them get into the flow of running the ball and then playing it back out to McKenzie, who was – pretty much open for every one of those threes that he made in that first half. So 47 seconds exactly. 47.0 is what the scoreboard shows. Bowler's leading at 37.25 as Hughes only has one timeout remaining now. Bowler has four left. I got to throw some Middletown pride out here, though. Fire away. about Jerry Lucas. You look at the banners up there. Oh, I know. They haven't had a state championship since 1957. Well, Paul, Paul, Paul Walker, that 57 team's arguably the great, one of the greatest maybe in, in high school in history. In high school history. Yeah. yeah. Throughout the country. Not just Ohio, no, but the whole country. And I think I did a story on them at, when I was at the Cincinnati Post about that. Um, I think somebody ranked teams across the country. Did I think they, they really? ranked them maybe number one of all time. And Jerry Lucas was a part of that. Yes, team. he was. Paul Walker was the coach. Here's a drive inside, and 
putting a shot up wildly was Thomas, but McCracken and Jackson met him at the rim, and they're gonna get the foul on Will McCracken instead. Yeah, I mean, those, those banners, you got Jerry Lucas, the great Paul Walker, the head coach, Archie Aldridge, who played at Miami, Butch Carter, who played in the NBA. In fact, they honored Butch Carter at this event last year. They did. That's exactly right. When you look up there, there are seven state championships from 1944 through 1957. But they had another go at it with Chris Carter, Butch Carter's younger brother. You may have heard of Chris Carter. Maybe. Somewhere along the way. But that's been about it. It's been a little dry since then. But this new facility here. It's beautiful. It's a, it's a college. It's a, it's a it's D3 it's, college arena. Yeah, I, I, I may even go higher than that, to be honest with you. It's, it's, it is really that nice. You've been around to a lot. Keontae Thomas hit a couple of free throws. Just four points in the third quarter for yep, McKenzie has none of them after having 18 in the first half. Now Hughes going to come with a little full court pressure here with 41.7 to go. Bowler by 10. They inbound it to Jackson. Now they abandon him and they let him work it up alone with Jay Sean Martin hawking him all the way. Jackson's given good minutes in place of Michael Kerner went out with the three fouls. Jackson angles left on the dribble, almost loses it. Now he's looking for somebody to throw it to. Still looking, still looking. There's a back cut to McCracken, who goes under low on the left and laid it in with the right hand. That's Bowler basketball right there. That's Carl Kramer basketball to perfection. 39-27, 20 seconds to go. Here's Thomas near the sideline, flips it off to Martin, clears it out straight away to McKenzie with 14 seconds. McKenzie bounces high on the right to James, back out to McKenzie with 10 seconds. He's between the circles with the ball on his right hip. Bowler by 12. Down to five seconds, they gotta go quickly. Here's McKenzie, long three straight away, got it. Boy, that was from about 27 feet out. Well, and that Cam was what- McKenzie buried it. And that's what he did so well in the first half, and maybe getting out a little bit slow was Will McCracken to get in his face and gave him that long, open three at the buzzer. So we've come to the end of three quarters of play. It's Moeller 39, Hughes 30. This is Moeller Crusaders basketball from ESP Media, and it's powered by Sidearm Sports. Enjoying tonight's broadcast but missed the first 30 minutes? No need to worry. Appointment listening for all ESP Media broadcasts can be found at soundcloud.com backslash ESP Media or subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Search for ESP Media. Appointment listening by ESP Media since 2010. Here at Middletown High School in the King Classic, the final game of two days worth of basketball. I'm Richard Skinner with Greg Waddell, our producer engineer tonight, Zach Waddell. Bowler with a 39-30 lead after they trailed after one 14-9. It was tied 23 apiece in halftime, but boy, that defense from Bowler in the third quarter was superb. It certainly was, and outscoring them in that half 16-7, but Really, six of those seven points came inside the final minute, including the last three. And I'm sure Carl Kramer, as well as they played defensively, probably not happy with that Cameron McKenzie three right before the buzzer. Michael Kern back to start the fourth quarter in place of Elijah Jackson. Muller has four of its starters on the floor. Aiden Noyes, the only non-starter in at the moment. Will McCracken taking a breather. Here's Duncan as Hughes turns up the defensive pressure a bit. Duncan dribbles right. Now hands it off to Kern coming left. He holds it on the left wing. Hasn't made a move yet. There's it out between the circles to Williams. Williams starts to go right. He's hawked all the way by McKenzie. Drives all the way down inside. Banked it up. He scored it, but they wave it off. They're going to get the foul on McKenzie ahead of time on the dribble. Boy, Hughes ratcheted up the pressure a little bit on that set. Well, that's the only thing they're going to have to do now. They're only down nine, three-possession game, but the way that that third quarter went certainly is an uphill battle. 
Inbound to Williams in the far corner off to Kern. Hands it off to Land coming by. Land angles back right, flips it to Kern. Kern back out straight away high on the left to Williams. Goes left wing to Noyes. Noyes looking for cutters. Now dribbles out towards the top of the key to Land. Land angles left on the dribble. Turns down a handoff, drives all the way down inside. Scored off the window and drilling the foul. Good aggressive move to the bucket by Max Land. He faked the dribble handoff coming by and took it all the way to the rack and scored it, and Keontae Thomas fouled it. Well, he had his head up as well as he was looking underneath, and they were, Hughes was dropping back, maybe looking for that dish off to dunk him underneath, and that gave Land the open window to curl around and put it off the glass. Actually, they'll call that foul on Ismail James. That'll be his second. And Max Land, the left-hander, fires the free throw up and good. So a three-point play for him gives him eight. And Muller's lead is 12 at 42-30. He played 42 seconds of this fourth quarter. Here comes Keontae Thomas, walks it into the front court. Flips it off to McKenzie. Long, long three straight away, in and out, no good. Offensive rebound, though, to Hassan Wilson, or make it James low on the right. Looks off to Martin. Martin drives all the way down inside, takes it to the rim, ran over a player. They're going to get a blocking violation on Alex Williams. And Jay Sean Martin will get a couple of free throws right here. That Cameron McKenzie was beyond a three-point I mean, that was, that was 30 feet. That was easily 30 feet. He was way out there, and that's where they were forcing the ball a little bit. And that's probably... A shot that he can make, but probably not the wise shot. But when you're down 12 points at this point, sometimes you don't have a whole lot of choices. Exactly right. Free throw skips around the rim and drops in for Jay Sean Martin, who's played very well. He's been great on the on the defensive glass. Just a 5'9 player, but Martin hits the free throw. He averages only a rebound and a half per game, but he's been a rebounding machine tonight. <laughs> he has been. Second free throw, front of the rim, back of the rim, and cradles off no good, and the rebound down to Max Land. 42-31 Molers. He played a minute of the fourth. Here is Curran. Gives it out to Williams straight away. He angles right on the dribble, hands it back to Land going left. Land flips it out to McCracken, goes left wing to Curran. Curran out top of the key to Duncan. He angles right on the dribble. Tries to hand off to McCracken. They almost intercept the handoff. Throws it off to Land, drives to the foul line, drives low on the right, spins, cut off. Nice job by Wilson, def Red James defensively. Third out to Curran, go left wing with it to... McCracken. Back inside to Duncan. Back to McCracken. Wide open three. Front of the rim, no. And the defensive rebound to Wilson. Clears it off to Thomas. Thomas in a hurry back the other way. One on one with McCracken. Drives in the lane and just goes up. Missed the oh. layup. Rebound tipped up. No. Rebound battled for. And Duncan cradles it. Goes a long outlet to Land. He's ahead of the field. Land drives under. And he's mad at the rim by Martin, who blocked his dunk. And it's taken away by Hughes. Jay Sean Martin out of nowhere to block the Max Land dunk. Here driving is Thomas. He tried to stuff it, hit the rim, no good. Rebound, though, to Martin offensively in the corner. He's in some trouble, falls out of bounds, and they say last touch, Moeller. Well, what a play by Jay Sean Martin at 5'9 to get up and block that dunk. Well, I did, that was a nice play in and of itself as Max Land went crashing down. Jay Sean Martin had kind of stood over top of him and taunted him a little bit as the play quickly went back the other way, and the official kind of watching it. Let him go. It was a heck of a play, though. He came out of nowhere to make the block, the little guy. Here's a bad pass in the inbound, stolen by McCracken. Two on one. McCracken drives in, puts it off the window. No good, drew the foul as Land stuffed the rebound home. And they're going to get the foul on Elijah Madden Saxton. That'll be his third. It'll be two free throws upcoming for Will McCracken. Well, I'll tell you, Hughes has had a tough time on inbounds plays. They've got at least three or four turnovers off of those. Well, and that could be the, the difference in some of the the offensive, well, it is an, uh, the difference in offensive opportunities that they've had. They've lost possessions because of that, but still, the fact that they've held Moeller to 42 points with six points in the game, now 43 as the first free throw goes in, but a Moeller team averaging 65 points a game, give it up to what the Hughes defense is doing. Second free throw, no good, then Logan Duncombe goes over the top to get the foul, I believe, or no, oh, they're going to oh, call it on James instead. Well, that was kind of a 50-50 little play there, and I think Duncan's height got him that call on that one as 
Should be the one and one. That's the seventh team foul. And Logan Duncombe is going to walk to the line yeah. to shoot the one and one and a chance to get in double figures. He's got nine on the night. Had seven in that third quarter. Duncombe on the season at the foul line is a 63% shooter. Front of the bonus up. Too strong back of the rim. Rebound though by McCracken who laid it back <laughs> in. He just grabbed the rebound and stuck it back in. That's just great anticipation. He just timed it, played it perfectly right off the rim. Nine for McCracken. Back comes Thomas. He races all the way to the rim. Puts up a high arcing layup off the window over Duncan and got it to go down. Okay, Thomas has four, his first basket. That may have been just underneath the white top part of the basket. Yeah, he threw that way up off the backboard. Here's Curran, gives it to land in the left corner. Now he's going to dribble out of there to balance the floor. Now he throws it to the foul line to Duncan, who turns. He's going to just shoot a wide-open 16-footer off the front of the oh. rim, back of the rim, glassing in for Logan Duncan. That rim has been kind to the Crusaders here in the second half as they've gotten a couple little rollers to fall. Here's Thomas back the way. This time McCracken blocks his shot. Here's a long lead pass to Alex Williams from Curran. Drives under, and he's going to stuff it with two hands. And it's now 47-33, Moeller with five minutes to go in the ballgame. Oh, he just went straight up and flushed that one home. He didn't take off like Max Land can do, but still pretty impressive. Here's a pass out to McKenzie between the circles. McKenzie starts to drive in, cut off. Angle towards the right sideline, hands it off to Martin over there. The current picks him up on a switch, so he dribbles back out towards the timeline. Now throws it up high on the left with it to Madden Saxton. Goes high on the right with it to McKenzie. McKenzie works behind a ball screen. Muller comes in double teams, and he's in some trouble, and now they're going to get Kern for a reach-in foul. Look at Kern did a really good job to get all basketball there, but they're going to get Michael Kern for reaching in. That'll be his fourth. Well, and Crusaders try to get up high, get Cameron McKenzie's face. They don't want to let him. They were forcing him back, and I give Kern credit as he was not going to allow Cameron to get around him, and certainly did look like Kern had more ball than skin on that one, but... We're going to get Elijah Jackson yep. back in for Curran, who just picks up his fourth with 4.34 to go in the game. Moeller up comfortably by 16 at 49-33. This was Cameron a, McKenzie to inbound it. This was a tie game at halftime. Yep. Moeller's outscored him in the second half, 26-10. Here's McKenzie, long three with a hand in his face. Back of the rim, no, and Alex Williams with a defensive rebound. But they missed Duncan, who was wide open down the floor. Now they throw a long lead pass, goes above his hands, out of bounds. Elijah Jackson threw that pass. <laughs> To get it over Logan Duncan's hands, you got to throw, throw a high. high. Yeah. Well, the one who missed him, honestly, was Alex like Williams, Williams yeah, yeah, off the defensive rebound because Duncan was shrinking down the floor. And then Jackson just tried to hey, say, hey, big guy got to run the floor. I'm going to try to get you the ball. <laughs> Here's pass straight away to McKenzie. McKenzie bounces to the right elbow with it to James. Turns with Duncan on him. Gives it back out to McKenzie. McKenzie now backs out with Duncan, giving him plenty of room. Kenzie, center step, dribbles in, dribbles out, pull up long three with Duncan in his face, front of the rim, no, and the rebound down to Elijah Jackson. This time he thinks better of it, doesn't throw that long pass. <laughs> well, I don't think that was going to be there. The connection wasn't going to be there nope. at that time. I like Logan Duncan, though, in the face of Cameron McKenzie on that time. Made that three-point effort even tougher. There's Jackson, dribbles right, gives it off to Land. Land works behind a high ball screen with 3.40 to go, Muller by 16. Off to Jackson, clears it out straight away to Williams, goes left wing with it to McCracken. Cracking to Duncan, top of the circle. Angles left on the dribble, hands it to Jackson coming by right. Jackson dribbles in, dribbles out. Now Angles left, hands it, nope, doesn't hand it off. Gives it off to Duncan instead, top of the key. They pressure him with McKenzie reaching in on him. Duncan's just going to back him all the way to the lane. Turns, puts up a shot, no good, but drew the foul. He just took McKenzie, 6-2, and just walked him right down the lane. And McKenzie, the only thing he could do when he turned to shot it, or to shoot it, rather, was foul him on the elbow. Yeah, he was trying to reach around the whole time as well. And Duncan, great body control, keeping the ball out of the reach of McKenzie. And 
at the other end, those same two were battling. And for Logan Duncan to be out there on McKenzie, McKenzie's got to recognize, though, you got the big guy out high. Go around. A lot of room. Yeah, exactly. Either go around or you got to have somebody inside and get a little bit more room to shoot. First free throw for Logan Duncan was good. Second foul shot on the way. Hits the front of the rim. No, McCracken there again with the offensive rebound. Put it up and got pushed from behind and drew the foul. Didn't get that one to go, but he had the second straight time down on offensive rebounds off of free throws. Well, McCracken's gone up to get it as he got shoved in the back by Elijah Madden-Saxton, who picks up his fourth. He's like a basketball whisperer out there. It's like he knows exactly where that ball is yep. going to fall off the That's rim. That's just great anticipation. It is outstanding. So 3.20 to go, clock stop. Moeller up 50-33, and Wilma Kraken to shoot two free throws here. First one is on the way. No good. Back of the rim. Kraken. They had jinxed them. They were, they were out. So what were they at the first half free throws? They were a lot better than they've been here five, in the second five half. Five for five in the first half. They've missed a bunch here in the second half. McCracken one of three. He's got nine points, trying to make it ten, and he does with the second one to go in, and we'll get a substitution to the game. A timeout for Carl Kramer. He's going to take a full timeout, so we'll take one with him. 3.20 to go in the basketball game in the King Classic. It's Muller 51, Hughes 33. This is Muller Crusaders basketball from ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. For over 15 years, Chase Construction has worked closely with property management companies and housing authorities in providing apartment maintenance and inspection services. Chase Construction specializes in completing apartment work orders. If you do not have enough staff to complete the tough maintenance items such as painting, drywall, concrete, plumbing, and electrical work, please call 1986 Moeller alum Alan Shaw Sr. at Chase Construction. For more information, please visit them on the web at www.thechaseguys.com. Welcome back here to Middletown High School. Beautiful Wade Davis Gym. We got the Wade Davis Gym, right? No, the Wade E. Miller Wade e. Miller gym. gym. We got the Jerry Lucas Court, and the side gym we have is the Paul, the Paul Walker. Walker gym. The Paul Walker Gym at one point was, was the, the original. Main gym. That was the original gym. When this, high, this campus, this high school first opened up, the Wade E. Miller Gym was in the old oh, high school okay. that so was downtown. They named this one after him. They named it after him. The old gym was in the old high school building that just got demolished about a year and a half, two years ago. And that was the historic gym where they ran all those 1944 through 57 state championships. Yep. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven banners across the way from 44 to 57. In a 13-year period. That's pretty good. That's not bad at all. Including that 56 and 57 team at 72 wins in a row at one point. Crazy. There's a pass in the right corner with it to James. James throws it to cut to, to McKenzie, but it's knocked down by McCracken and picked up by Curran. So Bowler gets another turnover. There's Curran. Gives it off the lane on the right wing. Throws it out to Williams straight away. Goes left wing to McCracken. Bowler down at one point in this game, 17-9 in the second quarter. Yep. They have stormed back. There's a pass down inside McCracken, low on the right, and he just powers it up and in on a nice feed from Alex Williams. 53-33, Bowler with 2.40 to go. There's a shovel off and a steal by McCracken. He races the other way, drives under, lays it up and in. 55-33, Moeller. This, based on when they were down 17-9, they've outscored them 46-16 to since. It started with a 10-0 run when they were down 17-9. Right. Hughes answered they had a 6-0 run at that point, so factor that in. And would you just say that? 
scoring differential was as 40, well, there's a, we say that, and then there's a nice drive and a dish off and a layup up and in by Ismail James. 55-35, Bowler. So it was 18, so. Two minutes to go. So of that, the six of those 16 points were scored in the preceding moments after Moeller made their 10-0 run. So since that point, though, it's been really tough going for Hughes the rest of the way out. Moeller tried to make this the third straight opponent. It's held under 40 points. They held Wayne to 38. Here's a pass down to McCracken, low on the left, and this time with the left hand, he lays it up in. It's a 10-point fourth quarter as Carl Kramer takes a 30-second timeout. He's going to get a whole passel of subs in. We'll set him for you here in a second as Ryan Stacy comes in. Well, Hughes made a game of this for, uh, for a good chunk in. of it. Yeah, I, I, you know, I said Elijah Jackson, it was Aiden Turner. Sorry, sorry for that, because it was Aiden Turner that gave the good minutes. It was Aiden Turner, yeah, exactly right. Remember, this game was a 23-23 game at halftime. So the fact that Moeller has held Hughes to just 12 points here in the second half made the adjustments that they needed to do. And again, maybe as we were talking about in the, the pregame, was this one of those perfect trap games for Bowler? Were they looking behind at their big win over Elder a couple nights ago? Were they looking ahead with St. X coming up just in the very short term? But took them a little bit to get going, but it's been very impressive the rest of the way through. So there's a three out of the corner by Martin. It's no good. Rebound, though, down inside. Offensively, they clear it back out to Thomas. So Bowler has Nolan Lyon. Matt Bushelman in the game. Elijah Jackson is in now. It was Aiden Turner earlier. I apologize for that because he's part of that Moeller normal rotation. Elijah Jackson's been getting some minutes in that. Carson Cloney in there at the center spot. And Ryan Stacey also in. There's a long three off the left wing. Put up no good, though. Another offensive rebound for Hughes as Martin got it. And I think Ryan Stacey going to get called for the foul on the far side. And it is. Yeah. Good effort there. Jay Shot Martin no checking that ball down. He was... All along the end line and go over to the sideline and managed to stay in until he got a little shove from behind. But there's a pass down inside, no good. Clonny tries to tip the rebound out. It's gathered by Thomas. His three top of the key skips off the rim. No rebound, no battle for it. Claimed again by Hughes. Third straight offensive rebound on this trip with exactly a minute to go. There's McKenzie drives along the baseline, then shovels a, pass, a shot up low on the left and got it to go in first. Actually, first bucket of the fourth quarter. McKenzie has 23 in the game, five in the half. Here's Clonny. He's in some trouble in the backcourt looking for somebody to throw it to. Throws it across the timeline to Lyon, and Carl Kramer takes a timeout. <laughs> yeah. Didn't like the way that was being handled. So 43 and a half seconds to go. We'll keep it here. Well, these guys that are getting some playing time probably aren't going to get the full-court press in their face or, or at least a, a lot of pressure in their face getting the ball up. So they've probably been in that position as scout players trying to get the, the normal starters, the rotation, that type of a look, but when they're going, when they're the ones that are running it on the offensive side, a little bit different type of situation for those guys. So Carl Kramer, they got the ball over midcourt though, so Carl Kramer able to take that time out. As looking ahead for the Crusaders though, I mentioned GCL action, a tough road, and really, believe it or not, Skinny, what, just three weeks left of the season. So we're already looking ahead to the end of things and tournament time. We're already halfway through January. Yeah, coming up for Bowler after tonight, they got a busy time of it starting Friday. They got St. Xavier at home, then Coleraine at home Saturday, then Winton Woods at home next Tuesday, then LaSalle at home the following Friday, and at Springfield. So they will play within the span of what amounts to eight days between the 24th and the 1st of February. They'll play five games. Five games, and wow, that's 
That's a stretch, but that gets you ready for tournament time sure as well. Does. And I think Carl Kramer designs these schedules. He know the guy knows what he's doing. I, I don't think I have to tell anybody that. That probably is not any kind of breaking news. So 27.8 seconds to go. It'll be Nolan Lyon to inbound it. Not sure what we're waiting for here. game as well in the books. Just inbound it and be done with it. Here's Line looking for somebody to throw it to. Comes into Kalani. He gets bumped and then loses the basketball. It's still loose. He tries to save it. Knocked out of bounds by Hughes. No, they say off of Moeller. Look like Hughes touched it. Actually, they had to reset the clock. I said 27 seconds. I thought they took the timeout at 43. So we're at 38.1. They're just going to roll it up. So Moeller, I guess the only thing left in the balance is can they keep a third straight team under 40 points? Yep. Try to avoid a three ball here. A little simple 2-3 zone here right now to try to keep it out. Here's McKenzie sets a high screen. Thomas drives in, cut off, ball is loose on the floor, tie up, and Hughes will keep it on the alternate possession with 27.7 seconds to go. Well, looking ahead to that schedule, though, and among the games, obviously, St. X, well, that's going to be one that you circle no matter what. Yeah, that, obviously that long winning streak in that series between the two with Moeller owning the advantage over the last almost, what, decade or so? Yeah. And what, you got a 21-game GCL yep. streak as well. Yep, correct. Here's a play that stripped away. Line just nice. took it right away from James. Well, and it helps the team. Do it. So yep. That's going to keep the score under 40 for the third straight game. There's a pass down inside. Clonny, he's going to turn, try to dunk it, missed it, no good. Carl Kramer didn't like him shooting the basketball. And as it was, it was a miss, no good. So Moeller, after being down at one point in the second quarter, 17-9, storms back to win it here in this King Classic by a final count of 57-37. to Individual scoring in the game for Moeller. They were led by Will McCracken, who had 16, 10 of those in the fourth quarter, 12 for Logan Duncan, 10 of his in the second half, 11 for Michael Curran, all of his in the second quarter, Eight points for Alex Williams, seven for Max Land. Aiden Turner off the bench played some big minutes in place of Michael Kern in that third quarter. He had two. And then Aiden Noyes, Elijah Jackson, Nolan Lyon, Brian Stacy, Zach George, Matt Bushelman, Carson Clowney all played, all failed to score. Leading score in the ball game was Hughes. Cameron McKenzie, who finished with 23 of their 37 points. He had 18 in the first half. That's the key right there, 18 in the first half. Six points for Jay Sean Martin. Four for Keontae Thomas, two for Ismail James, and, and two points for Elijah, or excuse me, now for Elijah Madden Saxton for a total of 37. So workmanlike performance, Greg, not a, yep. not a sterling performance, certainly in the first half. It was tied at halftime 23 all. Moeller trailed at 1.17 to 9. But the defense really got to work in the second half. 34 to 14, they outscore them in the second half. And there was a and it said at one point, I, I think the offensive prowess in the first half lacked a little bit, but got a heck of a lot better as we see. Uh, Logan Duncan, Logan the Duncan, player of the yep. game award from the folks here. I'll tell you what, I would I might have thought about and uh, I mean Logan Duncan had a strong, strong second half, but Will McCracken, if you don't if you take away what he did in the second quarter when Crusaders were kind of struggling just a little bit, McCracken kind of Well actually well, Michael Kern in the second quarter. Yeah, Michael, yeah, Michael Kern is yep. 
Uh, yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah, I'm not so sure he didn't have the big, the big game for Moeller for sure because he kept them alive in the second quarter. He did keep them alive in the second quarter. But the fact that the, the offense picked it up in that second half, was able to get back, and, and their half-court defense was able to really slow Hughes down. The Hughes transition in the first half really just kind of kept Moeller moving around and, and not able to set up that defense and, and allow the Hughes to kind of knife through and, and take some of those long three-pointers. Cameron McKenzie, as we mentioned, with those 18 points. But... Crusaders settled down in that second half, got the offensive side working. That certainly led to a lot better defense. Or you can turn it around and say the defense helped the offense. Yeah, probably a little bit You're of both, the coach, sure. you probably like that. Probably, probably a little bit of both, for yep. sure. Moeller with the win, improves to 13-1. Hughes with the loss falls to 9-4 as Moeller wins it by a final count of 57-37. Our next broadcast will come up on Friday night when St. Xavier comes to Montgomery gonna, Road. And you're going to get a check from Ken McKenzie. He'll give you a Jackson Hayes update. Yes, indeed. As he'll watch him play. He'll, and he'll be back with us on Friday night. Greg, I appreciate you joining I us tonight. Had a lot of fun. I just came to watch some hoops. Good to, good three, to see you. Three on the broadcast. Sometimes things work out like that. <laughs> yeah, we'll be on the air approximately about 7.20-ish, thereabouts. It's a 7.30 scheduled varsity tip time, but, of course, that's the third game of the triple header, so you just never know. Thanks for being with us tonight. For our producer engineer, Zach Waddell, and Greg Waddell on analysis tonight, I'm Richard Skinner, final score here in the King Classic at Middletown High School, Bowler 57, Hughes 37. You've been listening to Bowler Crusaders basketball from ESP Media, and it's powered by Sidearm Sports.